Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Wrestling Outsiders Podcast. My name is Ari Whitner. It is a special bonus Friday night edition of WOP. And in just a few minutes, I'm going to bring on a special guest, the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, Mr. Drew Galloway, who's going to be on with me, and we're going to discuss Slammiversary. We're going to discuss everything going on in TNA right now. And, um, yeah, that's going to be good. I do want to do a quick plug for TNA Slammiversary this Sunday night on pay-per-view. Drew Galloway versus Bobby Lashley for the world title. EC3 versus Mike Bennett. And so much more. Um, apparently there is a, uh, um, there is some breaking news right before we post this. That Maria Kanellis is out of Slammiversary. And so she will not be wrestling Gail Kim on that show. Um, but otherwise, I did a full recap on Wednesday night's show after TakeOver. So check that out. And so with all of uh, that taken care of, let's jump right into the interview with Drew. Welcome back to the Wrestling Outsiders podcast. I am joined now by the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, Mr. Drew Galloway. Drew, how are you doing this afternoon? Not too bad. I say the fact that the weather in Tampa is dreadful right now compared to Scotland, where I just came from. And things are great. We're two days away from the pay-per-view anniversary, so I'm fired up. Now, um, yes, this Sunday night uh, you will defend against Lashley in a match you can only win by submission or surrender. Now, you faced Lashley, I believe, at least four times by my count already. What are your thoughts on uh, Lashley going into this match? Nobody like Bobby Lashley, except maybe a Brock Lesnar in the world. Now, the guy is an absolute machine. Um, he's bigger than everyone, faster than everyone, and uh, you know a legit MMA undefeated fighter. There's nobody like him. I guess the changes in his attitude the first couple of times we wrestled. It was a very competitive uh, match. The first time I think uh, I got hit, or he got me, and then I got him the second time. It was just two guys going out giving it their all, but. You know, recently it's obviously been a change in attitude in Bobby Lashley, and he's gone from you know, that sportsman being aware of how you know good he is, but humble about it, to a guy who's willing to jump you from behind. So if you've got a guy who's a freak athlete like Bobby Lashley, willing to take cowardly routes, you've got a very dangerous, dangerous animal. And the guy that hey, I've been going back and forth with, having all these wild brawls, but it's something like I've never fought in my entire life, and the match finishing only knock-in submissions certainly favors it, but Drew Calvary will never tap out, so he will literally have to knock me out, but trust me, I'll do whatever it takes to knock that man out. Now, have you been training in submissions, or are you just planning on beating him and knocking him out? Well, well you know, I've got a few submissions up my sleeve. I did tap out Kurt Angle, if you remember, Olympic gold medalist. Mm-hmm. With my Iron Maiden submission, I've uh, tapped out Matt Hardy, and around the world, I won a couple of titles with that particular submission. You know, I've got a few of my sleeve. I'm from Britain. I came from British wrestling, European wrestling. 
that I do have a lot of submissions that I've not utilized for a long time that I will be breaking out. But, you know, I'll usually go for the knockout. But in the case of a Bobby Lashley, I'm going to do whatever it takes to remain world champion. That sounds good. Um, now, going back, um, you debuted in TNA back in January of 2015. And immediately you were programmed with some of the bigger names in the company. Uh, what are your thoughts on the impact you were able to make from the start? Uh, I feel very fortunate just been you know, given the opportunity. Like sometimes, you know, in wrestling, um, you know, you feel like, you know, you deserve it right that second. But it's just all about timing. It's all about the right moments. It's all about people believing in you and giving you the ball. When I came in, I was given the ball and the opportunity to score. And unless you get past the ball, you're never going to score. I appreciate the faith management and the company's always had in me, and I've been so very lucky that I've done some cool stuff, and the fans have been so receptive, and things have just built and built and built, some really cool TV and some cool angles to the point we're at now, where I believe we're putting out such a high-quality television show with some high-quality angles, and everything's at a crescendo now with everything going on. It's leading into the pay-per-view, and this anniversary is so significant and important, and it's going to turn some serious heads. Um, now, we, you mentioned that uh, you were able to tap out Kurt Angle a while, uh, a while ago when you wrestled him. Uh, what are your thoughts on first teaming and then wrestling Kurt, um, especially being one of his last opponents earlier this year? That's incredible. It's like just no dreams are us. Like, this is my life goal to, to do this job. I've been doing it since I was 15. I've been in the States for nine years now. I'm just so lucky that I've always been able to do it. The wrestling Kurt Angle was a big thing coming into the company and I didn't know if I was going to have the opportunity to do it. And then I got to wrestle him once in the Impact Zone uh, where he uh, won that one, but I really learned so, so much from wrestling the man. And then in the UK in Manchester, you know, we really went to war, went to town on each other. And anybody that thinks Kurt Angle, you know, towards the end of his career is completely wrong because I've never been in the ring with us. They could just go and go and go like that. Maybe like Lashley right now, but the guy's an absolute machine. And the fact that was one of the few people to tap him out, especially in, you know, I don't even know how many years. That's just such a cool moment. And, you know, I really appreciate Kurt for everything he did for me. Um, now, you had won the world title for Matt Hardy back in March, uh, cashing in your Feast or Fired briefcase. Um, take us through that night um, and how it felt to win your first world title. You don't really get a chance to process it. You know, uh, I mean, when I was younger, I probably would have just thought it ran out partied all night and not thought about the future. You know, that particular weekend was wild. I was in Germany on Friday, Scotland on Saturday, Germany on Sunday. The flight got screwed up on Monday. I had to buy my own flight. I got the TV four hours late. I you know, found out I was getting the title. I had no time to process it. Won the title. As soon as I won the title, I had my reaction. Right away, I was thinking, you know, what's going to make me different? How are we going to stand out? How am I going to be different to what's before me? Instead of jumping out in party mode, it was, okay, I'm the ambassador, I'm the world champion, I'm the guy that everyone looks to now in this company. What's going to separate me? And, you know, the fact that I travel the world, uh, basically every week I'm the busiest wrestler in the world, I wanted to take that title around the world, become the first traveling world champion, the Drake Flair. I've been very lucky to do that and hopefully get some more eyes on the company. If they like what they saw with me, they'll get TNA a chance and they will love what they see. Because the product is phenomenal right now. Um, now, like you mentioned, uh, you have been defending the title all around the world, um, defending in England and Scotland. Um, how do you feel about being, like you said, like Ric Flair, being that old-school traveling world champion? So that was a you know, big goal of mine. When I won the Evolve title and ICW title, I took them around the world and I defended them in multiple countries and continents. 
and they were, you know, recognised as the world, like world titles. That was something I did personally. It meant a lot to me. And if I'm, you know, the representative for the company, I'm going to do whatever it takes. But when you've got like a recognised world title, such as a TNA world title, you know, that's a huge honour. And um, I just, you know, took it upon myself. Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to be different? What can I do to make TNA stand out? And that is the one thing that does make me different. And it's the fact that I travel around the world and, you know, it's truly, you know, living the dream. I set myself some goals and everything I've achieved so far, thanks to the company believing in me, was really the stuff I was thinking a couple of years down the line. So thanks to TNA, I've smashed some big, big goals over the past year. Um, now, last year during the TNA GFW feud, um, you were one of the key players in that um, and helped the team well, win the lethal lockdown match and retain control. Um, what were your memories of that feud and uh, just thoughts of the whole situation? I enjoyed it. I was a bit rushed, obviously. It was just the nature of you know, how things work out. We can't help that. But you know, the match itself, when it came down to the you know, GSW versus TNA, the crowd was so invested and so you know, behind us. It was such a cool feeling. But that's the thing that stands out most. I get you know, hair standing up my arm thinking about it. And the fact that I was the captain of TNA, like I remember when I you know, got that winning pinfall and seen the crowd's reaction, and you know we're all together there and Dixie came out having that celebration, it felt real. Mm-hmm. Really, it's just such a such a cool moment, and you know that's where I got the captain nickname from. Everyone's always asking me, but it's pretty cool now. I'm world champion, you know, it's pretty cool to be the captain of the ship right now, considering how good everything's been going recently and how amazing it's going to be on Sunday when you know we get everybody's attention and show the world. You know, this is what we're about these days. You know, you really need to start checking out the show because it's Cat Mess TV. And then we'll get the live show on Tuesday. You know, things in TNA right now are just so good. And we really are turning heads. I'm so proud of everybody. Now, um, TNA um, has had a little bit of a lapsed fan base over the years. Um, can you tell the fan who might be listening to this right now why should they give TNA a second chance? That they may have given up on TNA a few years ago. Uh why should they watch on Tuesday nights on Pop? Well, I think I've covered a couple of things so far, but I'll reiterate myself. It's just, like, I use this example, like I don't want to you know, talk forever, mm-hmm. um, but like in WWE, when I won the IC title, Sheamus won the world title on the same night. That's because Vince McMahon realized, oh my goodness, my old guys are going away. I have to build new stars. TNA, the old guard are going out. The company recognized they have to build some guys now and it started giving people the ball. Like I was fortunate when the world title became the tag titles. Younger guys like Eli Drake, etc. you know, getting these opportunities. And everybody stepped up and this was months ago and you know, everybody has just really been knocking out the park storyline wise. If you have been watching the show, DC me, Mike Bennett, myself, Lashley, the Hardy Boys, these stories have came together, everybody's been finding their characters. Never, ever, 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 the creative has not rushed in it. But right now, the, the TV is so good. If you look at everything, the, the tide is turning. You listen to all the you know, podcasts, etc. People have to know, but like, the tide is starting to turn right now. Like If you look at it, you know, it's a buddy way to say the winds are change or blowing and things are switching and people are getting more positive about the company. And that's why Sunday's so significant because people are starting to hear everyone talk about it. Like Mick Foley just tweeted something, but people are starting to see the difference and starting to feel the difference. And the tides are turning, and Sunday is so significant. So I recommend jump on board Sunday and just watch it. If you don't enjoy it, I'll give the money back myself. I really believe everybody that's going out there is going to knock it out of the park on Sunday and follow up and chase it with a fantastic show. And I think we're going to really, really, really 
know, get everyone back on board with this new era of TNA. Um, I know I'm not able to watch every week, but the bits I have seen have been really good. And actually, I bought Bound for Glory last year when it was you, Matt, and EC3 in the main event, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and, you know, it's just hard sometimes to reverse momentum, but you guys seem to be doing a good job at that right now. Um, who are some of your favorite people to wrestle, whether just BTNA or pretty much anywhere that you've been over the years? Uh, always nice up because I was forget people, but, you know, obviously I mentioned Kurt Angle, that's a very significant one, and, you know, myself and Johnny Gargano, the independent scene, I've had some nice matches and were very strong. Um, yeah, I've had to wrestle with Matt Hardy a bunch of times, I really enjoy everything. We worked with the rest of each other for, uh, eight, nine years now, just a little while. Wrestle Jeff Hardy, you know, recently that was, you know, pretty crazy, cause, you know, he's had the injury, probably hasn't been the one to go the way he used to go. And my goodness, whatever crazy ideas I come up with in that when that man is absolutely wild, way out of the box. So that was fun. And then we'll go back to Bobby Lashley. I do genuinely love wrestling Bobby Lashley because it, it isn't just a wrestling match, it's a fight. Like we, make people, we make people question, you know, uh, we know I don't have this work, but I'm not too sure that this match on Sunday people are going to watch that match and just not know what's going on because we're really good out there to make a statement. And, you know, we're already going to knock it out of the park and we're already planning to steal the show. All right. Well, I look forward to checking uh, it out. Um, is there anyone in the U.K. Uh, that we here in America may not have heard of, any great wrestlers that we should keep an eye on uh, that may become bigger household names in the years to come? Yeah, absolutely. It's such a talent across the world right now. In the U.K., and I'm taking an eye out for an Irish wrestler called Big Damo. You know, he's a six foot four, three hundred and thirty pound hairy Irishman. Mm-hmm. And we've had some some wild battles and yeah, so I think people know I'm Dar. He's coming over here soon. You'll you'll soon know about him if you don't know him about him already. He's from the same town as me. He's you know, starting to catch some fire over here. I'll just leave people out. I feel so bad. Everybody's the answer. That's what's <laughs> funny. We just jump right to the man. So if anyone's listening, I'm sorry if I didn't mention you. I love that one. You Mark's girl. There you go. I'm going to catch him fire right now. Um, since you started with TNA, there has been a lot of turnover with the roster. Has it been a hectic time, or have you been excited to face such a wide variety of talent? So like I mentioned, that's just the nature of wrestling, and it's just, like I said, it's you know, a time where the older guard are going out, and it's up to us, you know, uh, like myself and guys like EC3, uh, to step up, you know, an opportunity to lead and just, you know, tell everybody, like, hey, you've all got a chance here, you're going to be on, like, TV, they're giving you the ball, you've wanted the ball, a lot of these have felt like, you know, you've got a chip on your shoulder, and now's your chance, knock it out, and every single person's got an opportunity, it's just knock it out, you know, it's such a team effort, nobody's out for themselves. Whatever anyone says about the low morale crap is BS because everyone backstage is so motivated and morale is through the roof. So we just want to make this work and that's why the show's been so good because everyone from the office uh, to the roster to the production guys, the guys that set up the ring, everybody is just busting the roster together to make this thing happen. And so even surely we've got to where we're at right now, which is just the boiling point for Slammiversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, again, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Um, as we wrap things up here, do you have any uh, plugs that you want to uh, throw out there? Any upcoming shows and matches that you're going to have? Uh, well, 
if you're in Tampa tonight, check out Evolve and uh, he bought the art film and then tomorrow in Orlando. But most importantly, check out Slammiversary. I'm trying to do like a guarantee. And it's really going to, you know, if you've got an opinion, it's really going to sway it. If you're watching already, you already know. But if you're not and you have an opinion set in your mind, just give it a chance. I guarantee you're going to see something special and something that's going to get you hooked. Then we'll be the live TV right after. So check it all out if you're a wrestling fan. Just bloody give it a chance. Alright, thank you again for joining us, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.